Hey everybody, welcome to the Bloody Awesome Movie Podcast, Bampocalypse Now edition. This is our mini-series that we are doing on movies that are about isolation or pandemics, quarantines, post-apocalyptic, anything that just helps us kind of relate and yet, you know, escape our current situation. I'm John Burke from BurkeReviews.com and with me, as always, is my kingsman to my statesman, my brother from across the pond, Matt Hudson from What I Watched uh tonight.co.uk how you doing sir uh that's a lovely build up thank you my friend yeah doing well and escapism is the word because in a minute i just want to escape from from the shackles in which we find ourselves in loving a bit of family time loving all of that but um i think we mentioned you mentioned on the last show where we spoke about uh cooties that you know just just getting out and getting some air it feels like a it feels like something that's been taken away from us but actually being able to go outside and absorb those sun rays is it's wild, so hopefully we all appreciate being able to go outside and smell that hopefully fresh air a bit better. So hopefully this is all that 2020 has got in store for us, and after this, it will be fine. But yeah, man, I've got a cup of tea. I've just fit, just demolished a pack of cookies because I'm on oh. a diet, obviously. Um, so I'm just going to leave it there and sit here in shame whilst you say <laughs> how well you're doing. <laughs> I'm doing uh, pretty well. I actually got my stimulus check this week, so that was a nice little uh, nice. you know bonus. I didn't get it when my my wife got it. Um, hers because I owed money on my we're not technically married so we file separately um, mm. I owed money which I didn't realize would delay them getting it to me because I had to like go in and put my bank account information in so I would get direct deposit but I got it this week so that was a nice little a little bonus I've bought a few movies as a result um, one was the movie we watched for the last episode cooties now listeners this is going to be a little behind the curtain but we record these two at a time and so we watch the movies two at a time and I feel that's necessary because uh, some of our pairings may not make sense when you watch, look at them back to back, but others are going to be obvious why we picked them. Wow. Now, yes. an, initially, Cooties was not paired with the movie that we're going to be talking about here, but I didn't feel like watching the, the original movie. It just it felt like too much. It felt too heavy. And because of our situation, sometimes it's too heavy. So I mm-hmm. thought, why not find a movie that was similar to Cooties, or at least appeared to be, um, and it, it is so much uh, like it, but it's called <laughs> Little Monsters from 2019. It's a Hulu original, so you you can only watch this um, in the U.S. on Hulu, and I guess in the U.K. it's on what? It's on Sky Cinema, so if you're in the U.K. and you've got the Sky Cinema subscription like I do, go on there, check it out. It, over here it's called a Sky Cinema original, so I'm oh, guessing okay. the two have some kind of working partnership. Interesting. Yes, I was, I've not... I think this is the first uh, movie we've covered on the mini series that is exclusive to a, a single streaming service. So if you don't have access to mm-hmm. that streaming service, there's no other way to watch it right now. You can't even like I checked to see if you could buy this movie um, because I like it enough. I actually wouldn't mind owning it in case Hulu ever decided to take it down or whatever. Um, but uh, it, it's not for sale yet. So if, if that is ever an option, it's not currently. But Little Monsters has a uh, Rotten Tomato score of 80, which is really, really high. Um, but the Metascore only 59. So people were generally up on it, but also acknowledging that it's not a masterpiece or anything, but it is <laughs> solid what it's doing, and especially if you compare it to Cooties, which had a 45 Rotten Tomato score. So this got a much higher overall score. Um, but similar to Cooties, this appears to have a very limited box office run, only making $130,381. So to have no idea what the budget is to compare, but 
um, or how like the Hulu payment works. Like if it's every stream, they get some kind of kickback or how that works. But um, I'm sure they're getting something from it. Hopefully they'll break <laughs> even. Uh, it's directed and written by Abe Forsyth um, and stars. And this is the, the kicker is the star, the not even the lead, actually. The co-lead, I would say, is Lupita Nyong'o, who is a big up-and-coming star. So, mm-hmm. big name attached to this film. I'm assuming this was probably filmed before she was a big name, um, before Black Panther and before Us. Uh, but, man, this actress, uh, Lupita, has just proven herself time and time again. But the actual protagonist of this film is um, Alexander England, uh, who is a very young, up-and-coming Australian actor. Um, but Josh Gad shows up, uh, and then in a small role, Cat Stewart, and then... I would, I'm assuming, if based on his IMDb profile, this is the debut of a young man named Diesel La Toraksha. What a name. And I'm sure I've mispronounced it, Felix. Uh, his Felix in the movie, which I will, from this point on, refer to him as Felix. But yeah. let's, let's right off the, 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 the top here. Kid actors can be the worst part of a movie. It can be a, a great movie and a kid actor just destroy the film for you. But a well-cast child actor can make a movie all the more enjoyable um brooklyn prince in florida project uh the i don't know his name but the kid but actually two of the kids in jojo rabbit are just absolutely phenomenal um and then for this movie diesel crushes it i love this kid in this movie and that made some of the the moments in this film land so much better had i not been if i thought this kid was obnoxious or if i thought he was like eh. and he is he's very cute like he's almost to the point where he's too cute <laughs> but it, it just it worked there's this there's like a sincerity about him that even like with he gets some jokes um that aren't jokes like they're like they're for us to laugh at but he's saying them sincerely but nails the timing of those things i i was impressed either uh to abe forsyth because a lot of times it's the director uh for a child actor it's like does the director know how to work with a child um Mm -hmm. i I would say sean baker what if you've read any articles where him working with brooklyn prince that dude is the master of working with non-actors in my Mm -hmm. opinion i have so much respect for sean baker but um I don't know much about Abe Forsyth. In fact, I don't even think I've looked at his filmography yet. But He's directing the new Robocop film, which is due to come out this year, but I don't think it is now. Interesting, because that was supposed to be Neil Blomkamp at some point. And yes, then, that's right, yeah. yeah. Um, he, he comes and goes on every project, apparently. That's his MO now. Alien 5. Uh, yeah, right? Uh, not a joke. He literally has bounced around quite a bit. But um, So, Little Monsters uh, is much, much like Cooties. Um, we have uh, teachers. Um, unlike Cooties, the, the kids are not the zombies in this case, or at least not the kids of, of Miss Caroline's class, which is Lapita Nango's character. Um, we have Dave, though, who is a screw-up, who ends up volunteering as a chaperone on a field trip uh, because his nephew, Felix, is in her class, and he thinks she's attractive. So he's trying to rebound um, off of that. Uh, but I, I really adore this movie i i i think uh dave and alexander england uh, are so likable he's also not likable. he's a total screw-up when you meet him but there's something about him that i felt like not a kinship but maybe he reminded me of some of my friends because he's like you know he's a rock musician who can't quite get past it and uh, you know he's he's not maturing enough to to really commit to the relationship that he's in and so he's dumped by his girlfriend and we get a very extensive opening sequence of him fighting with his girlfriend which i found to be also quite entertaining 
um, yeah. which I thought was going to be because I thought Lapita was going to be the main character. Um, so I thought all of that was building up to the beginning of the apocalypse. And that was not that at all. It was just a building up to this breakup and what leads him into this zombie situation. And this is not an apocalypse movie, but we do get a quarantine scenario. Um, and there is some stuff about isolation, but uh, it is it is very isolated apocalypse. It's not like the whole world is an ending kind of zombie movie, which I also like. I like that element of this film um, quite a bit, that it's not just uh, all encompassing. That said, I should at this point say spoiler warning. Yeah. Just, just in case i don't feel like i've spoiled anything so far but uh on the mini series episodes uh we do give spoilers this is a newer film a lot of the films we've talked about so far have been older so it wasn't really an issue this one there's a good chance you don't even know it existed um because it is an exclusive to the the streaming service but uh know that we might mention something that could be considered a spoiler from this point forward um but uh i love the 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 thing that really got me that you asked me about on the cooties episode about uh teaching and yeah. i i felt like that was an afterthought like the characters were teachers but it really was to set up the premise it never felt like there was anything to show how hard teachers work or the level of dedication um miss caroline embodies everything i think makes a great teacher and i love that about this movie so much especially right now because she puts her own safety and well-being at risk to protect the kids she um does everything she can to keep them calm during an insane situation and she is um the whole time questioning herself and doubting herself but never shows there's no crack in the veneer that she's put on in front of the kids we get to see it in small moments uh where she's not sure she's hesitating but and that's a, a big part to her performance. She is terrific as she has been in everything I've seen her in so far. But um, I, I I don't think this movie's getting enough credit, even with the eighty percent of Rotten Tomatoes, because I do think as a horror comedy it works. But as like commentary on on the profession that I have dedicated most of my life to, <laughs> I think it does a great job of doing it in a way that is exaggerated yet yet completely sincere like there is a uh, an appreciation for the elementary teachers now i'm not an elementary teacher i'm a high school teacher but it's the same level of dedication we just deal with things a little differently um i don't you know my kids don't need as much coddling normally some do some do um but like these are little kids they are scared they want their mommy um and how both uh miss caroline and then how dave steps up um dave's transformation in this film is definitely one of the things that i loved um i man i i i generally love this movie i it's not even like it's a quick like up on the top of my horror comedy list type thing and i even it's not even that it's super funny it is funny but it's just i loved the characters so much um it, this is an australian film uh it should be noted even though only one of our our main characters is is from <laughs> australia or at least has an australian accent um but uh man i don't know in a lot of ways this kind of reminds me of um like new zealand and australian films seem to work for me a lot uh with their their sensibilities like i loved uh taika's films but also housebound um mm -hmm. is a horror comedy that i love from that region and then i know i know they're different everyone don't freak out my roommate in college <laughs> yeah. was actually from new zealand but um i'm very aware of the differences they don't get them mixed up Jesus. yeah and they don't like to be confused uh, as the same no. place um but but nonetheless i do find like to me the this the way this movie made me feel 
was reminiscent of that. I feel like the 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 blending of tones just seems much more organic in both uh in this film and in like Housebound than like with Cooties. Like Cooties the the tone is fine, but there are like you're aware of it being a horror movie and a comedy and it it like at this point it's funny and at this point it's scary, but this movie and I feel like uh Housebound blend them in a way that just feels like it's all one at all times. It's both. You could at any moment it could be either. And I don't feel like this one goes uh, particularly scary, but from the kid's perspective, it's very, very scary, right? Um, <laughs> but uh, and Josh Gad, uh, very anti Olaf in this movie, and it, that's that's fine. You know, I think it works. It, it, he's funny enough. He wasn't. I didn't find him to be annoying, um, outside of what he was supposed to be. Like I feel like the character is supposed to be a little annoying, and I think that worked. But. Um, I know some people are not fans of his, uh, like some people do not like James Corden, um, but who could that be? I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, it, I'm siding with you on that more and more though. But uh, yeah, Little Monsters, I really like. I, I like Alexander England a whole lot. I like Lupita Nyong'o a whole lot. Um, and again, I the kid Diesel La Torracha uh, crushed it, man. And, and honestly, some of the other kids were also really good too. Um, but they, I, they're all you know, secondary by comparison. But um, what did you think, Matt? I really liked this film as well. I saw it um, a couple of months ago now because, like uh, I say, it's on Sky Cinema and I kept seeing it as I scrolled through the recommendations or, as I said before, on this show and other shows. When I'm sitting here at home and I'm doing something like I'm, you know, pod researching or, or just chilling, I always my my go to is horror films. I always go to horror films usually, just because I find them easy to have on in the background. I don't have to watch too much unless it's a film I really want to watch. Um, so I was scrolling through the Sky Cinema. Little Monsters came up, and I'd seen the trailer for it, and I was like, okay, this looks quite fun. Uh, it, it looks okay. I'll, I'll check this out. And I found myself watching it, watching it. I was like, actually, man, this is really good. I'm really, really digging this. And um, I like Australian films or Oceanic films, Australia, New Zealand. I like them a lot, but not and they they are also known for some quite brutal horror films, things like The Killing Ground and um, uh, oh the uh, the one in the, with the prom man. I can't think like the loved ones and a few yeah. other ones as well, which are off come off the top of my head. But I like the the films from that region. This one's another one, and this is Lupita Nyong'o. Obviously, years a couple of four years previously to when this was filmed, uh, she was an Academy Award winner, Twelve Years a Slave. She's coming out of The Force Awakens. Uh, the Jungle Book and Queen of Catway, which I thought was pretty good, and it's around. And this was filmed around the last time she was dropping her Mascanata in the La, in the Last Jedi um, performance. So she's an established actress, and she's going on to do Black Panther and Us as well. So this is, you know, she's still an established actor, actress at this point. And yeah. I, I, I think she's so talented. She's got. If she can sing, she can dance. She's. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's she's a wonderful actress. She can pull off a variety of roles. She's a beautiful lady. I mean, she's got everything, and I really, really like watching Lupita Nyong'o in anything she's in, even this upcoming spy film she's in, three, three double five next year. Josh Gad, thankfully, he worked in this film because I can, I can see a lot of people watching this film and seeing that Josh Gad's performance feels like it may have been ripped from another film and put into this film. For me, though, it works. It just about worked because Josh Gad, as I think it's a Teddy McGiggles, uh, yeah. Teddy McGiggle, he is. Very funny. He is anti-Olaf, as you say, and it's good to see jo- Josh Gad let his hair down. See, to me, him and Corden, I don't see to me to me James Corden. Oh, jeez, 
Josh Gad doesn't seem quite so smug or quite so, you know, no. self-gratulatory on everything he does. So I don't mind Josh Gad. I think he's pretty good. I like him in this film, but I can understand why some people might have thought okay, he needed to tone it down somewhat. But I liked him in this. And I totally agree with Alexander England. I wasn't familiar with him before this film. Mm-mm. He was awesome. And again, working alongside an actress of the calibre as Lupita Nyong'o and a personality as big as Josh Gad, Alexander England held more than held his own, and he was fantastic in this film. You re- like you said, his arc, you follow him because to start with, he's just kind of like, I, I you know, I want to say lovable screw up, but he's a screw up. Yeah. And then his arc, yeah, you know, originally it's him trying to, um, you know, trying to prove himself to Miss Caroline, you know, just because he, you know, he fancies her basically. He loves her. He really likes her, and he's just kind of trying to pretend that he's this nice guy. So to win a round, and it turns out as the film goes on, then actually he is the nice guy. He's the Han Solo. You know, he's the, he's the, he's the rogue with a heart of gold. And it, there's some really, like you said, there's some really nice moments in this interspliced with the, the OTT horror, which is fun. And again, as well, as I mentioned, the Cooties, these kind of films generally go, you know, big on the, on the gore, like guts and blood and bits of body parts flying around. You're going to get that here. And in amongst the comedy, which works for me, you do get those softer moments, especially between Miss Caroline and Dave. A moment where it's just the two of them sitting in the corner of the room on little bent on these little stools or little benches, and they're just chatting. You know, they're having a heart to heart, a one to one. Really well acted, really touching scene for a movie like this, which you may not actually expect to see something like that in. And I agree about old Diesel. Felix was great in this film, and I always feel slightly. You know, like, oh, should, should should we put up the kid actor for being bloody awful? But sometimes they are, because, I mean, we, we'll, we'll put out an adult for being bloody awful. So yeah. it's it's the balance. And the kids in this film were great. All of them were great. And like, I'm glad you mentioned Jojo Rabbit, because there was a lot of... Uh, the, the, the kids in that film were great, and the kids in this film were wonderful. I, re- I really liked that. And there's nothing mm. I didn't like about this film. The, the smaller scale of it, just being held in... Uh, shot, sorry, on this... Uh, in this place called Pleasant Valley Farm. Everything's like really happy. Miss Caroline is so happy. Um, Teddy McGiggle, when he's uh, in his character. TV persona, yeah. so happy. That Pleasant Valley Farm. Everything's so over the top and wonderful. And then behind everything, there's next door, there's a military base where some some, some science work goes wrong and zombies emerge. Which, and then... that, that reminds me of Day of the Dead, the Romero classic. Yes. Um, like, it almost feels like that. Like, what if in Day of the Dead, right adjacent to the military base, was a petting zoo? Yes. And, and zombies and they, got out. And they run with it in this film, but thankfully thankfully it works. And I, I'm with you on pretty much everything you said, actually. And there's nothing in this film which I watched and I didn't like. It's a, it's a short film. You're not going to be sitting here... Uh, looking at the clock, if I remember right, it's only about an hour and a half long. It's right. Yeah, it's an hour and a half long. It's not long at all. It's pacey, pacey, pacey. You'll you'll get invested in the characters. You'll get invested in the situation. You'll want them to to win. You'll want them to survive. You'll 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 be rooting for the character arcs to come together at certain points and that. And honestly, Alexander England is great. Lupita yeah. Nyong'o is she's just world class. Mm-hmm. I generally believe Lupita Nyong'o is one of the best actresses working out there now. Agreed. And th- everything came together in this film. And I'm, but saying that I'm not gonna again. I'm not gonna still gonna come out and say it's the best film ever because it, you know. But to someone it may yeah, be. No. But I had no. a bloody good time watching this. It's a bloody awesome movie podcast. I thought it was bloody awesome. 
I loved the characters. I loved the jokes. I came off watching it and I was like, do you know what? I'm so glad I watched that and, yes. you know, gave an hour and a half of my time because I dug it, man. And do you know what? I'm, I may even rewatch it again tonight or tomorrow or during the week just because it is a film which you can rewatch and just have a damn good time so, with and feel what you meant to feel during it. There's like a couple of, uh, we don't always do this, but there's a few moments that I, I feel like I have to bring up. Uh, one, mm-hmm. I love the kid in the Darth Vader costume um, <laughs> both times that he gets to wear it. Uh, quick for my my friend here who does a Star Wars podcast, Star Wars Sessions. Um, better Darth Vader, Hayden Christensen or Diesel? Oh man, Diesel killed right, him, man. Hands yeah. down. Um, Diesel using the Force was perfect. But even like, there's a joke. Uh, there's little subtle jokes in this that I love because when um, the kids uh, like saves saves Dave on the tractor. And he starts talking like Felix, and and Dave just whispers, "Stay in character." And the kid goes back to the Vader voice. It's like <laughs> those little nuances are so great. And then, um, this movie did bring me almost to tears at one point. Um, uh, actually twice, but once, like seriously, like was on the on the verge. Um, was uh watching Tess, his Dave's sister, see the change in Dave at the end yes. of the film. Um. I, and they're I, quarantined, too isolated, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're on a, a mandatory lockdown. I, um, actually, I like that part of this movie too. That it, it went where the where a lot of movies would have ended. We get an epilogue here, and I think it works really, really well, and it, it caps the character tra- uh, development perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was great. And then the last thing is. One of my favorite, and this is for a little bit of personal reasons. I do a podcast with uh, my friend Corey called Movie Club. And very good. Corey has a very unique music taste. Um, and that's not a criticism because it's – I could just say she's a hipster and she only likes bands that I've never heard of. But that's <laughs> not true because she also likes some very famous bands that people no longer like. And I'm going to get to one in a second because there's a joke in this movie – that is the perfect Corey joke, and they set it up so so well because the first song, which I, I I would imagine the budget for this movie went to getting the rights to singing "Shake It Off." Um, yeah, by Taylor Swift. Right. So on the bus they sing that song, right? So we establish a Taylor. Later we get a confessional where Lupita Nyong'o's character Miss Caroline is is revealing that she had a crush on an artist so hard she broke into their hotel room and would have let them do anything to her. She says, and mm-hmm. uh, she says Taylor. And Dave's like Swift, kind of like confused. Like, wait, are you are you into women? And she's like, No, Hanson. <laughs> so Corey likes Hanson, and is the only person I know not used to like Hanson has seen Hanson recently in concert within the last two years. Well, they've gone all acoustic and mature, now, haven't they? Right. Yeah, she's been a fan. Uh, somebody told me. And Matt's a fan too, apparently. Uh, but um, so that joke, I immediately—I was already telling Corey she needed to watch it, and then that joke, I'm like, "Oh my god, there's a joke I want you to know, but I can't tell you what it is because it'll be funnier if you just watch it." <laughs> like, and the so build up to that moment as well—you're like, "What band is she on about?" And then she drops who it was. Yes, and that and that Taylor rejected her is even funnier because like every guy that has seen her has been like very into her in this movie, and so to hear that like Taylor Hansen was just like, "Oh, call security," uh, makes it all the funnier. Um, that so. I think those were the, the main moments that I wanted to comment on. I, I just loved all of that. And, um, yeah, I was just super, super into this movie. And, again, I don't think it's perfect, but it is one of those films that I can see rewatching tons of times. I love the characters here. I think the performances are great. I'm excited to see what Alexander England gets to do next because I really mm. liked him a lot in this. 
you know, I'd like to see what he does next. Again, this is my first exposure to him. Me too. Uh, uh, up against, uh, you know, supposedly bigger names. But, um, yeah, I agree with those moments. I mean, I mentioned Teddy McGiggle. I mean, his character, but behind the scenes, hates kids. He loves, he's a sex addict. He, he's an alcoholic. It's, I mean, that's that's the sort of dichotomy, the, the, the opposite, which shouldn't work, but it does work in the film. Because even saying it now, I was like, man, they really went heavy on how much he is the opposite to his character. But it works so well. And, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know much about Alexander Ingrid. Would love to see what he gets up to. Diesel Laterash, so we're not going to forget that name anytime soon. We will watch his career with great interest. And, um, yeah, I'm, it's just nice to see um, an actress like Lupita Nyong'o, you know, an established Academy Award winner. And I, and I don't mean to sound, um, you know, patronising, but you know, reading a script like this and thinking, you know what, yeah, I'm going to do this for a lower budget, a much lower budget film than what she was working on at the time. She obviously saw the value of this story and the character and thought, damn right, I'm going to go for this. And, that's, and I like it when actors do that because when actors who are, you know, big enough to probably command certain roles or at least to have the clout to, you know, say, look, I only want to do certain types of films. We'll do X, we'll do this kind of film. We'll then go and do a Star Wars film. We'll then join the MCU. We'll then go and work with Jordan Peele. We'll then go and do a spy film. Uh, you know, I love when actors do that, and especially when they are just as committed here as they were in any of the other films they've been in. There's another reason why I think Lupita Nyong'o is a is a magnificent actress, and I still think she should have been nominated for Best uh, Actress or Supporting Actress for Us. That's what I think. Yeah, anyway, me I, too. Was great no, I agree. Us was fantastic, uh, and she was outstanding in that movie. Yep. She that's me been... going off on a tangent, but I, yeah. I, 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 on, on, on this film, man, I, I dug it. Everything you've said, I echo. I dug it. I want to go and watch it. If you haven't seen it, guys, find a way legally to um, procure this film. If you're in the UK or if you're not in the UK, you can actually, you can actually buy it, the Blu-ray on Amazon.co.uk. If, oh. if, if, if it's region free, that's it'd probably be about $15 for you guys. Get it shipped over. Bosh, done. Um, but it is available over here on Blu-ray on Amazon.co.uk. Uh, I didn't check Blu-ray. I was just looking for digital, but that's uh, maybe it is on Blu-ray. Um, but again, you can get the free trial for Hulu. Watch it right away. Yeah, do um, that. You know, whatever you got to do, it's it's worth watching. Um, it's a very fun. And again, it fits our theme for sure because they are isolated in quarantine. But it's 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 lighthearted enough and hopeful enough, which I think that's another mm-hmm. thing. Zombie movies aren't always. Uh, some zombie movies are very dour, and it ends, <laughs> and you're just like, oh god, everything's awful. And um, this one has a, a, a tinge of hope and that, you know, even the biggest screw up can find uh, a way to survive. Wow. It is on Amazon to buy on DVD for $38. Uh, so um, the Blu-ray, $23, though. Uh, so a little more reasonable. But it says limited stock. So get them while you can. Do it, yeah. And this if, if, if you go back and listen to our old episodes of the Bampocalypse Now and you watch something like The Road or Contagion... You're going to want to watch something like this afterwards to cleanse the palate yes. and forget. Not that they were bad films, but it will put you in a much better state of mind. Right. A hundred percent agree. Uh, so with that, uh, Matt, where can they find you on the interwebs? You can find me here on the bloody awesome movie podcast, uh, monthly and regularly with JB. Uh, what I watch tonight. Co. Uh, follow the same link, uh, follow the same name, sorry, on Twitter and Instagram and letterbox. You'll find me simply W I W T. And you can find me at BurkeReviews.com and on all the social media at BurkeReviews. Um, and you can follow the podcast at uh, on Instagram at Bloody Awesome Movie Pod and on Twitter. 
is BAMP, B-A-M-P underscore podcast, at BAMP underscore podcast. And Matt, what do you got to say to the listeners? Stay safe and stay bloody awesome. And keep watching movies. Blood, 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 bloody, 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 bl